Jesus' name. Amen. Well, how are those New Year's resolutions going? It's been six days. So exercising every day? No. Spending more time with the family? Well, you've got no choice at school holidays, right? Let's, let's be honest. Let's, let's be honest. Going to bed earlier? Well, Jody and I are trying, but it's not happening. Uh, eating better? I'm not even going to say I'm even attempting that, and it's definitely not happening. Honestly, everywhere we go, there's like food in front of you, and you just keep eating. Yeah, and you guys are nodding. And, and then to lose weight or get into shape? Round is a shape, isn't it? You know what I find really annoying about goals like healthy eating and exercise is that after a week of doing them, you virtually see no results. You see no change. And it's like, what's going on? Hopefully, though, you haven't lost motivation yet after six days and that you're going to keep going. It's a bit like the tortoise and the hare. It's not one big burst of energy, one big activity that's going to get you across the line. It's slow and steady like the tortoise. That's what's going to get you to your goals and see 2019 be all that it's called to be. Now, slow and steady. The Bible calls it faithfulness. Nowadays, we would call it consistency. That's what I feel God would like us to discuss today. I shared a few months ago, and I'm going to stand over here because you can now picture it in your mind. I shared a few months ago a message on time. And I use the illustration of a, of a couple of jars and putting stones in it and how we need to prioritize our time. But more importantly, how we need to put the God rock in first. And today, I feel like God is saying we need to look at time again. And we need to think about it. You know, what's really interesting about that message is I brought out the fact that anything to do with time is a spiritual matter because time is a gift from God. It's interesting in our soul food, in our readings, on the second day, on January 2, we read Psalm 90. What was it? Psalm 91 to 6. And that's actually where that message came from, where Moses told us, what did he say? He said, he taught us that time is money and that we need to spend our time wisely. Time is money. So have thinking of that, with those sorts of mind, I want us to look at a different principle as we launch into 2019. And this principle in time is something that is actually, whether you like it or not, having either a positive or a negative impact on you and your family most days. Do you want to know what it is? You've got to say something. Do you want to know what it is? Yes. See, we're allowed to have fun in church. Did you know that? You guys aren't sure. You're allowed to. God created fun. Now, the thing is, is most of you actually already know this principle. But if you're like me, we try to ignore it. We try to think that it actually doesn't happen or doesn't exist because it's actually there. So the thought I want us to discuss today is making small, regular deposits of time. Do you see that? Deposits of time, money, deposits, time is money, and thinking that through. And I feel God wants to challenge us, us all about it's not that one day, it's every day. Yeah. It's the consistency, not the one-off event that matters. It's the commitment to investing time into the things and the people that actually are important to us. See, the regular deposits of time, 
that you make every day or every week either have a positive or a negative impact on your life, whether you like it or not. They affect your relationships, they affect your health, they affect your mental well-being, and probably most of all, they affect your relationship with God. We heard last week from Pastor Tark that our hunger for God, His Word, His presence is so important to all of us. It's important to how we live out our lives, and it really is what drives us. What are you hungry for? It's a good question, isn't it? And I want us to meditate on how, can, how we can be consistent in depositing times into the areas that actually are important. So if you've got your Bibles or your phones, I actually want you to open them. Galatians 6 verse 9. Can you find it for me? Galatians 6 verse 9. If you didn't know Galatians is in the New Testament, you're going to find that out soon. Okay, Galatians 6 verse 9. And this is what it says. So let's not get tired in doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not, what does it say? If we do not give up. And here's, and that is the key. If we do not give up. See, Paul is telling us to keep going because in time, over time, in the long run, doing what we know we should will produce lasting fruit. And that's what we want it to do, right? See, what I feel God's saying to all of us, and it's really important to grab, what I feel God's saying to us for 2019 is God has amazing things in store for all of us. I, I, I don't need to prophesy. It's declared in the Word. God has great things in store for you in 2019. And like... Um, Prophet David, he came a few weeks ago and he said he really felt 2019 was, is going to be a year where God makes a way, where God opens the door. And I really feel it's going to be a year where we start seeing things come to pass that we've been believing for for a long, long time. But here's the point. We have to do our part and then God's going to do his part. Now, of course, God's part is much bigger, but we, you and I, we actually have to do our part. And we have to take the steps and then God's going to break through. You know, and I really sense that, that that is exactly what God is going to do. That God is going to make a way. What I really sense that it was going to be a year of supernatural transformation. That's when things that we've been believing for for a long time get changed in our lives. Where we see transformation, but not by our own efforts. And don't hear that through this message. It's through God. And we're just setting the scene for God to come. Because when God comes, things change. Isn't that right? And I believe that that's what God is going to do. God is going to change things in this, in this year, and it's going to be supernatural changes. But we, you and I, have to do our part first. So if we go on, there's another thought in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11. And this is just setting the tone for where we're going today. In Ecclesiastes 3:11, where it says, it's up on the screens, everything is appropriate in its own time. So everything within reason, but there's time to do everything. But, through, but though God has planted eternity into our hearts, into the hearts of men, even so many cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. And this is what's really important to understand. We need to understand that you and I have all been created with a desire for eternity. We got, we got made with this yearning with this hole in our heart that's looking for God, looking that can only be filled by Jesus Christ. But we've also been created with the desire to spend eternity in God's presence. But even more than that, 
to do things that are going to last for eternity. We want to make a difference, not just today. We want to do something that's going to set up things that are going to last well beyond our years. Isn't that right? And if we do the right things, they will last well beyond our years. And the thing is, is people are looking to fill that hole. They're looking to fill that gap, but it can only be found in Jesus. And yet they try and pursue earthly uh, pursuits or pleasures, and it doesn't work. Relationships, money, all kinds of drugs and alcohol, it doesn't fill it. It's only filled by God. But not just by God, but by seeking His face and doing things that are going to have eternal consequences. They're going to really last. And that is really what God wants us to do in 2019, is do things that are going to last, last well beyond where we are, to have that impact. Now, sometimes I, I get a sense that in my mind, I'm thinking about something and it really makes sense. And this thought of deposits of time have a big impact. And, and I know you're not quite grabbing it. So I, I saw a clip that somebody sent me a, about a couple of months ago that really summed up this thought. And it's a guy, by the guy named Simon Sinek. He's an author and a, a big thinker. And I just want you to watch the screen so you can really comprehend the importance of small deposits of time. So watch the screens. Do you love your wife? Yes. Prove it. Like, what's the metric? Give me the number that helps me know, right? Because when you met her, you didn't love her, right? Now you love her, right? Tell me the day the love happened. It's an impossible question, right? But it's not that it doesn't exist. It's that it's much easier to prove over time. She didn't fall in love with you because you remembered her birthday and bought her flowers on Valentine's Day. She fell in love with you because when you woke up in the morning, you said good morning to her before you checked your phone. She fell in love with you because when you went to the fridge to get yourself a drink, you got her one without even asking. She fell in love with you because when you had an amazing day at work and she came home and she had a terrible day at work, you didn't say, yeah, 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 but let me tell you about my day. You sat and listened to her awful day and you didn't say a thing about your amazing day. This is why she fell in love with you. I can't tell you exactly what day, and it was no particular thing you did. It was the accumulation of all of those little things that she woke up one day and as, as if she pressed a button, she goes, I love him. It's about transitions. So if you were to, if you were to go to the gym, right? It's like exercise, right? If you go to the gym and you work out and you come back and you look in the mirror, you will see nothing. And if you go to the gym the next day and you come back and you look in the mirror, you will see nothing. So clearly there's no results, can't be measured, it must not be effective. So we quit, right? Or if you fundamentally believe that this is the right course of action and you stick with it, like in a relationship, I bought her flowers and I wished her happy birthday and she doesn't love me, clearly I'll give up. You know, that's not what happens. If you, if you believe there's something there, you commit yourself to act, an act of service. You commit yourself to the regime, the exercise. You can screw it up. You can eat chocolate cake one day, you can skip a, skip a day or two, you know, you, you, it allows for that. But if you stick with it consistently, I'm not exactly sure what day, but I know you'll start getting into shape. I know it. And the same with the relationship. It's not about the events. It's not about intensity. It's about consistency, right? You go to the dentist twice a year, your teeth will fall out. You have to brush your teeth every day for two minutes. What does brushing your teeth twice a day for two minutes do? Nothing unless you do it every day, twice a day, for two minutes, right? It's the consistency. Going to the gym for nine hours does not get you into shape. Working out every day for 20 minutes gets you into shape. 
Those things are like going to the dentist. They're very important. They're good for reminding us or getting us back on track, learning new lessons. But it's the daily practice of all the monotonous, little, boring things like brushing your teeth that matter the most. So now you know why you tell your kids to brush your teeth. No, but you, you can see it, right? It's the accumulation, i got to say this right, it's the accumulation of lots of small deposits of time that end up communicating to somebody that you love them or that you value them or telling others that a certain pursuit or hobby is really important to you. And it's just like we hear about golf all the time. If you do something a lot, of, a lot all the time, you end up valuing it. And right now you can think of something that you, because you spend a lot of time on it, you end up valuing it. And that's how it works. Not just because you think it's important, it's because you've spent a lot of time on it, ends up becoming important. And that's where I want to teach you this thought. See, most things in life have a cumulative value. Now, that's a bit of a tricky word, and I want us to say it together. You ready? Cumulative value. Come on, let's say it together. Okay, you've got that. Now, cumulative value is something that, if you understand, we'll go, ah, I get it. See, cumulative is when something grows in quantity, strength, or effect by successive additions or gradual steps. It's when something gets bigger or more important or more forceful because things keep getting added to it. It's like if you put $100 into your bank account, it means pretty much nothing, right? But if you put $100 into your bank account every week for a year, you get $5,200. Now, that's kind of significant, isn't it? That's cumulative value. If you keep putting time or something into the same thing, you get cumulative value. Let's think about it another way. It's like eating Krispy Kreme donuts. If you eat one Krispy Kreme donut, that's okay. But if you eat one Krispy Kreme donut every hour for an entire day, you're going to get sick. That's cumulative value. Or if you eat one Krispy Kreme donut every day for an entire year, you get fat. The question is, do you want sick or fat? I'd rather have the sick than the fat, but you, you choose. But cumulative value. If you go to the gym three times in a one week, you get sore muscles. If you go three times a week for an entire year, you get a body like Ivan, not like mine. <laughs> you, you, you get the point? It's cumulative value. When you keep doing the same thing over time, it ends up having a significant impact. But this principle works positive and negative. Okay, if you start watching a TV program every day, like Shortland Street, I don't know who watches that. But anyway, if you watch the same thing every day over time, because you give that time, you deposit time into that, it ends up having an impact. That TV program that you're watching every week, that, because of the time you invest into it, ends up affecting your life. What about Fortnite? Now, no one plays Fortnite in this room, I'm sure, but you know, any game that you play lots of, or social media. If you're on social media all the time and you're, and you're investing time into that thing, it ends up placing value. You end up placing value on it, whether you like it or not, because of the deposits of time that you're placing in it. And this is what you've got to understand. Because of the principle of cumulative value, the more time you invest in something, the more value you put. And if it's not a positive thing, 
that will have a negative effect on your life. And you can't help it. So the question we need to ask ourselves is where do we need to start depositing time in 2019? Where do we need to start being committed to and consistent about? Maybe it's school or study. You need to get back into actually, no, I'm going to deposit regular amounts of time every day into that because that will have a huge effect come the end of the year. Maybe it's your kids or your family. It's no good just spending a whole ton of time over January because you have to in the school holidays. It's every day depositing little bits of time into your family or your spouse. If you don't invest time in there, it's curtains. It's how it works. Every relationship for that matter, small deposits of time make a difference. Finances, even a hobby, learning to play a guitar or learning to play golf could be a good idea in 2019. Maybe I need to learn to actually play golf, but anyway, that's a different story. But do you get the thought? Small deposits of time end up creating value on something, whether you like it or not. You've got no choice. Just like looking after your body. If you start now and you do little bits of it, it will have an impact over the long time. It's just the same with Bible reading. See, reading your Bible for the last six days probably hasn't made much difference yet. But you do it every day for a month, you'll start seeing some impact. You do it every day for a year, people around you will start going, there's something different about you. That's cumulative value. If you do something regularly, small deposits of time, over time, will bring change, will turn things around. That's why Galatians 6 says, do not grow weary. Keep making those deposits of time into the things that actually matter, into the things that will produce positive impact. That's cumulative value. They will produce fruit. And if we go back to Ecclesiastes, here's the thought. They will produce eternal fruit. And that's what we're after. If we invest into our kids, into our family, there will be a legacy that lasts well beyond us. If we spend all our time investing into social media or to something like Fortnite, there's going to be zero eternal value, maybe some negative eternal value. But here's the thought. There will be, there will be a consequence. It will happen. So just so you never forget that thought, I want you to watch this clip. Wishing for really healthy, shiny hair. Go out and get it with Pantene Treatment Shampoo. Pantene Treatment Shampoo. For hair so healthy, it shines. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. <laughs> Some of you are not old enough to remember that ad, but that is the point. It won't happen overnight, but small deposits of time, positively or negatively, it will happen. And if you can get it, if you can understand the significance of it, you'll start looking at your day differently. You'll start thinking through things differently. There is no immediate consequence to many things we do, but there will be eternal consequences. It's just like if we skip too much time by neglecting our family, eventually it'll come and hurt us. It really will. If we miss one Sunday, we're not going to really feel too much. But if you miss too many Sundays, you'll start feeling it in here. And that's what I love about soul food. Now, Peter Shaw, who was here in the first service, he actually put this together. And 
And I really do want to say, this isn't about me saying, read through the Bible. What I would love to be able to turn around and, and say is that we've had 5,000 people this year that have opened the Bible every day. How much you read, I don't care. But the fact that you've actually opened the Bible every year, that small deposit of time will change your life. It will change your life. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. Now, what's really cool about soul food, and there's two things that I just want to explain. I hope you've still got these cards. You might want to have a look at them. On Sundays, Sundays is like a catch-up day or a make-up day or... Um, Peter Shaw, who put this together, it's actually a bit of a highlight day where you get to read um, some passages that are pretty cool or uh, excerpts from stuff that's happening around that time. But the point is, is if you've missed a, a day or you've missed something, Sunday's a day where you can catch up. So have that in your mind so you understand. But my take is, if you can just open your Bible every day, that would be awesome. That will change your life. Now on the cards, you'll see that there's an underlined passage. The reason why it's underlined is because we don't want this just to be for us. We want it to be for our whole families. So we've gone through and selected a, a short but meaningful passage from that day for our families. And if you've got kids who can read, you should encourage them. Come on, let's read this together. If you've got kids who can't quite read, then let's read it to them. Now, it's a little bit tricky, I know, and for Jody and I trying to get our kids to actually sit still for like a couple of minutes, that's why we need the parenting course. But anyway... The point is getting them to sit still and just listen to the Bible. It starts telling them, hey, this is important. And you start relating to them over Scripture. It's so good. So really just want to encourage you, you know, take the time. Small deposits over time, over the long course of the year, will produce amazing, amazing fruit. But don't worry if you miss a day. Just like if you miss a day going to the gym, it doesn't affect you at all as long as you get back up and do it the next day. And that's the key. You've got to get going. You've got to do it. Now, I really feel like saying to this, and I've got no idea who I'm speaking to, but I know you're here. There's people here, and you're back in church today because it's the first Sunday of the year. Congratulations. Great decision. But one Sunday, just like what we're talking about, isn't going to do much. But if you come next week and then the week after, that will impact you and your whole family. And really, getting to church and getting your spirit stirred up is so important. You need to do that. Just the same for some of you this year, committing to going, I'm going to go along to a small group every fortnight. I'm going to find a small group to belong to. The first time, it may, it may feel a bit awkward, but it's not about that. It's about small deposits over time. It'll change your life. And also, it'll change you for eternity. And that's what really matters. We want to have lasting fruit. Isn't that right? Because that's what I feel like. We need to be seeing lasting consequences. Maybe for some of you making a commitment, I'm going to get along to every Thursday pre-meeting, six to seven. It'll change your life. Not one, but if you come every week, that will turn it around. That will change things. It's the significance of cumulative value, if you can see it, getting along. So I want to say this. I want to make the statement, and hopefully you can grab it. If you do something consistently, the cumulative value of those regular deposits of time will affect you for eternity. The question, of course, is where are you depositing your time? Are those things having a positive value for eternity or a negative, value, uh, negative consequence for eternity? So let me say it again. 
If you do something consistently, positive or negatively, the cumulative value of those regular deposits of time will affect you for eternity. I'm sorry, you can't change it. It's going to happen. And that's what you've got to see. It's going to happen. It's probably already happening. But is it for good or not so good? So being committed, being consistent to the right things will change your life, will change your family's life. We just have to know it. So here's the big question. You ready for the big question? So why aren't you doing it? Why aren't I doing it? Why aren't we stopping and thinking, where are we depositing time? Why? What is in the way of us making the right deposits of time each day? And to reading the Bible every day. What is actually stopping you from doing this? Well, I have a real clear answer for that. We're a microwave generation. We, we, we want things now. If anything, we want things yesterday, not today. We want it to have already happened. We want to already be seeing the results and the consequences. We don't want to do the hard yards. We want to see immediate change. We want to see immediate results. We want a, di a diet that's going to work today. It doesn't work today. You've got to do the hard yards. You've got to deposit the time. We want the instant rewards. We want the instant gratification. And so I want to tell you and make it really clear, there's no quick fix. Let me make it clear. There is no quick fix. There's no simple solutions. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. There's no temporary measures, short-term arrangements, or silver bullets. It's small deposits of time over time that will bring the change that you're wanting to see. It will bring the eternal rewards that you want to pass up into heaven just by doing that. So when I was thinking, I'm going to be honest, you, you think about yourself here. When I was thinking, so why don't I do this? Why don't I take the time to deposit time into the important things? I guess the first thing that came to mind is procrastination. I procrastinate too much. Then I'm probably too focused, like I just mentioned, on the here and now, on the immediate. I want today. I'm not thinking about in a month's time or the consequences of my actions today, what's going to happen in the kids' lives in a couple of years' time. But the biggest one is maybe, probably, I lack a little bit of discipline. Now, I don't want to show our hands here, but have a think with me. Procrastination? Guilty? Short-term thinking? Probably guilty. Not disciplined enough? Guilty too? You know what is awesome? The fact that the Bible talks about this. The Bible makes it really clear. But the Bible doesn't use the word discipline. The Bible uses the word self-control. That's a little bit ouchy, isn't it? Discipline sounds like it's out there. Self-control? It's like in here. It's me. Self-control means to control oneself, to take control of what you're doing, of where you're spending your time, of where you're depositing your time. Self-control is what it's going to take to read the Bible every day. Self-control is what it's going to take to build our hunger for God, to be desiring His presence, to be praying every day, to bringing our needs, our wants before God. Self-control is what's going to help us build our family relationship and dynamic to the place that it needs to be. So I want us to look into Proverbs chapter 6. And this kind of brings out an example of self-control from the ant. Now, we're reading from the message translation, so 
Why don't you just watch the screens? This is what it says. You lazy fool. Hmm. That's Bible talking. You lazy fool, look at an ant. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. Nobody has to tell it what to do. All summer it stores up food. It's controlled. It's personally controlled. At harvest it stockpiles provisions. So how long are you and I going to laze around doing nothing? I, I, I didn't call you lazy. The Bible did. If you keep reading on, this is how it goes. How long before you get out of bed? Is that talking to somebody here? A nap here, a nap there, a day off here, a day off there? Sit back, take it easy? This is the Bible. This isn't me saying. This is the Bible. Do you know what comes next? Just this. You can look forward to a dirty, poor life. Poverty, your permanent house guest. A lot of you are probably thinking right now, I didn't come to church on the first Sunday of 2019 to be told I'm lazy. <laughs> it's all right, I didn't call you lazy, the Bible did. I know it's a little bit ouchy, but if we really want our lives to count, if we wanna be able to look back at our lives and see we've left a legacy, if we wanna get to heaven and go, man, look, I've put up there a lot of lasting fruit, it starts with small deposits of time. It's how you're depositing your time into the right things. And we want this year to be successful, right? But more than that, we want our lives to be successful. And this is what's really important. Most of us in this room, we've asked Jesus to come into our heart. And what that means is when we ask Jesus to forgive our sins, we actually ask Jesus to come inside and be with us. And that means that every day we've got the Holy Spirit with us and guess what he's helping us to do? To control ourselves. We're not trying to do it alone. We've got God with us every day to help us to make the right deposits of time. And, and that's what you've got to see. This isn't about you saying, I need to be more strong-willed. No, this is about saying, man, I, I need help. And God, I need you to come and help me. And see, the thing with Christianity, it's not like, yeah, I get saved, I ask Jesus into my heart, fantastic, I'm going to heaven. No, that's the start of the journey. If you turn to um, 2 Peter 1, 5, and 6, it makes it really clear. You might want to turn there. It's a pretty cool passage. I'm going to turn there because it's good to actually open the Bible, bring it to church. You never know what you find. Or you can look at it on your phone. I better find it. Where is it? 2 Peter. Here we go. 2 Peter 1, 5 to 6. But also for this very reason... Okay, also for this very reason, add to your faith. See, this is the point, add to your faith. Once you get faith in God, it doesn't stop there, it's adding, it's keeping on going. Add to your faith, where is it? Goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge what? Self-control. And to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness. We've got to keep pro progressing in our faith. And choosing where we deposit our time is what makes the difference. Now this is, if you go a little bit further down to verse 10 and 11, this, Peter sums it up really well. So dear brothers and sisters, work hard. Work hard means controlling yourself, being disciplined, being careful where you deposit your time. Why? To prove that you are, really are 
among those God has called and chosen to do these things, you will never fall away. If you watch where you deposit your time, you'll never fall away because you'll be careful that you're depositing your time into the right things. Then look what God will do. God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior. If you deposit your time in the right areas, it goes before you to eternity. It has eternal consequences, but it starts today, it starts now. So as the musicians come, I wanna wrap this all up. God has placed eternity into all of our hearts. So not only do we wanna spend eternity in heaven, but we want to do the things on earth that will have impact here and now, but also for eternity. If we do something consistently, we end up giving that thing or that person, that hobby, negative or positively, because of the regular deposits of time, we invest into it. You give it importance and you give it value. So the question is, where are you depositing your time? So control yourself. Commit to making small, consistent deposits of time in areas with eternal significance. Then you'll have a very, very, very blessed and fruitful 2019. That's what Scripture says. That's not what I say. That's what Scripture says. Like Rachel Hunter said, it won't happen overnight, but by making consistent deposits of time in the right areas, your family life will change. I can tell you right now, it will change. Your hunger for God will go to a new level to a level you never thought possible. Why? Just by making consistent deposits of time. Your marriage will go to the place you've only ever dreamed of by putting deposits of time into it. You know, if you read your Bible every day, if you deposit time here, it'll change your life. You will see God working through you and in you like never before. But it all starts with making small, consistent deposits of time. Now, I just want to say, don't get me wrong, this message hasn't been read your Bible. This message has been about where you're depositing your time, where you're putting your time. Now, I've been alluding to it the whole way through the message, but this message isn't strive harder. This is, this is God help me to deposit my time in the right places. So right now, I want us all to stand to our feet and we're gonna sing that song, I Surrender. And I believe that in this moment, God's gonna place something more of His Spirit into your life so that you can make the correct choices in where you deposit your time. So let's sing, I surrender.